Someone asked me recently, what is the coolest part of my job as CEO at Clear Motor Market? I said, well, that's easy. The fact that every day I get to dig into our clients' businesses to learn not only what makes it tick, but what we can do as their partner to deliver the marketing that truly matters to their business. It's like being in a living, breathing case study every day. And for that, I am truly blessed. Hello, Collisions YYC listeners. It's with an overwhelming sense of pride that I wanted to share with you that the marketing agency that I had the pleasure of co-founding and leading is turning 15 years old. Yes, their motive marketing is 15. I wanted to shout out a huge thank you to all of our clients, past and present, as well as our vendors and all of the incredible team members we've worked with over the years to make this milestone possible. Check us out at clearmotive.ca to learn more about what we can do that matters to you. Hello and a warm collisions YYC. Welcome to my guest this morning, Mr. Bill Murphy. How are you doing, Bill? Hey, I'm doing great. Very good. As per, as per usual, Bill and I have been chatting away and we thought, heck, we better push record and we better let the audience in on this conversation we're having. And we're just kind of joking around about the, hey, Bill, who are you and what you do being such a limiting question sometimes. So, Bill, I'm going to spin it around for you a bit. What are you working on these days? What are you passionate about? And what kind of gets you out of bed in the morning? Let's start from there. Yeah, I think, you know, it's, um, you know, what, got me, what gets me out of bed in the morning, certainly my, you know, my family my, and my two lovely dogs. And, you know, without them and without that, it's like really not much of anything. You know, from a, from a business perspective, you know, involved in, uh, in a few projects right now. And, and, you know, I think if you're in a startup, if you're not passionate about what you're doing, then, you know, why are you doing it? It's got to, you know, if it doesn't drive your creative juices or, you know, fulfill some need, then I really, I really wouldn't know why anyone would do it. And certainly I wouldn't be doing any of this stuff, but, you know, I'm passionate about, you know, we've got a project on, on a project called Humans, uh, you know, and, 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 and another related project called Quota, uh, a data project that's related to humans. And, and it's been, uh, you know, it's been, a, it's been a journey with those, and I'm excited about where it can go and, you know, sort of gathering momentum now. And, and it's about helping SMB and small business, which has really been the focus of my career going way back to when I, you know, left KPMG and, and founded a company called Ledgers, which was Canada's first uh, bookkeeping franchise. So it's, it, I'm a small business. I've helped small businesses. I've been in that, that whole space. So very passionate about helping people and helping small business owners because they're just humans. They're, <laughs> they you are. Know, you know, in, all, in all of our, in all of yeah, our messages. Like, how would you, and I'm just curious because that's such yeah. a, when you say just SMB, how do you? How would you define that? Do you put parameters? Is it headcount? Is it stage of business, stage of life? Uh, how how do you define SMB? Yeah, I mean, it's you know the typical way is is off of headcount or or revenue. You know, most small businesses in Canada are SMB or under fifty employees, and you know probably do about a half a million dollars in revenue if you're doing a million. Or, you know, it's pretty exciting, and and you know that's the bread and butter of the Canadian mm-hmm. economy, and it's the bread and butter of the global economy. It's like little, you know people out there doing what they can. It's like, you, you know, when we were chatting before, you said, you know, you had a passion for, you know, what you were doing and it ended up, it's a business. Well, you know, it happens to all of us. And, you know, I was an accountant and I ended up with a bookkeeping franchise. That's, that's what I know. There's a hell of a lot more to it than that. Yeah. But I mean, I think, you know, SMB is, it, for me, it's like, I'd use that sort of cut off, you know, under 50. Once you get over 50 employees, it's, you know, you start to then have some internal resources and you don't need to lean on outside resources as much for the day-to-day, the sort of operational grind stuff. So to me, that's how I would define it. And, uh, you know, and, and, and really the projects I work on now and the projects that I have worked on, including WagePoint, which was Canada's 
you know, became Canada's leading small business payroll uh, software uh, provider, uh, we, we stuck to our knitting and, and always focused on that, that smaller client. And, 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 you know, they're the ones that need the most help. And it's can you build something that really that can really help them, right? It's a, you know, it's a tough world out there. It's not easy. And, uh, you know, I don't need to, I'm not going in to help someone or want to help someone that has a thousand person organization with multiple departments and CFOs and, and whatever. That's not my shtick. You know, this is all about a smaller business. And it could be, you know, I think at Wade's point, you know, our average customer size at the time I left was probably under 10. Mm, I mean, interesting. but these are the people that need services and need yeah. help, right? Uh, curious, just in, in your journey and your career, talking about these different iterations, mm. it sounds like technology has always yeah. been like, how do we use technology to to make it easier, make it better, <clears throat> remove friction? Uh, again, as every small business owner listening right now, okay, if you can make my life better in this area, which is easier or less time, mm. how have you seen technology evolve kind of in that role? Because you can't swing a stick right now and everybody's digitally transforming something. But technology has been around for a while. What's kind of been your journey, even playing a little bit in the investment space? in the role that you've seen technology play? And I say then versus now and whatever timeline that happens to be for you. Yeah, I think, I think what, what I've seen happen in my career, I mean, you know, I remember back to the early days at KPMG and, and, and you know, you're working on, uh, I remember I was working on the audit of a hospital and it had a manual general ledger. Mm-hmm. So it's like this massive book and you had to make an entry on page 32 and then go all the way back to the balance sheet and make it an entry on page one. And then you'd have to bounce it all at the end. It's like, this isn't, but then technology came along, you know, where you have actual, you know, electronic general ledgers and, and and that's a great thing. And and what I've seen in my time and what I see now and sort of why I developed uh, where humans and quota came from was that it's just become a bit too much. It's like, Everyone, every startup, it's another app, it's another this, it's another API. It's it's like, oh, my God. It's like to the point where even myself, you know, I disconnect from a lot of this stuff because it's just, it's overwhelming. It's like as a small, and then I, how do we even know what to use? And if I decide that I need this, how do I figure out what the best this is? Yeah. And as, you know, a small business owner, it's like, I don't know. It, there, you know. And, and how far do you go on some of this stuff? So accounting software is interesting. You've got Zero and QBO, and these these guys are great, done a great job. And then there's a thousand applications that plug into it. It's where does it all end? And I think what I've seen, or you know, in my journey, is some of the basic tools have been, you know, have evolved really well, and they're really good. But it's the stuff that's getting layered over top okay. that, to me, is a bit out of control. Okay, so all the all, all the bolt in the interface. The I'm a small business owner, and I've got my backbone of whatever my GL runs off of. But now I've got my software to submit expense reports, and I've got my software to track time, and I've got my software to track POs. And I know we're dying, and we're a small business. We're 30 people, and I think well, I, it was 15 or 18 different technology solutions that we're paying for, and which ones are getting. We're doing an audit the other day, and that's that's low. I know. But when it's almost like a half or one to one for each employee we have, it seems to get kind of ridiculous. It's like managing a whole other team. <laughs> well, uh, oh, and, and sort of that's my point yeah. is that you know where, hum- where humans came from. It's like you don't have time to do that. No. Like as a small business owner, it's like how do I make payroll on Friday? Or my God, why isn't this cut? Why isn't they paying me? I need to get this money. The the, the basics like, still hold oh, true no matter yeah. what technology you have overlaying it, right? Oh. <laughs> 
the basics for humans, for people, holds yeah. true. That was my, you know, the point early on is, you know, what, what, am, what, what am I passionate about when I get out of bed? It's my family. You know, it's my health. It's my dogs. It's my, you know, that's passion. That's for life. And that's a common, that's common with us all. And as a small business owner, there's commonalities. I often look at a business as sort of like a, it's almost like a human in some ways, right? It's got all, it's got these, all these systems trying to work together. <laughs> But they have yeah. to work together or it doesn't work. Like if your heart says, nah, I don't think I'm going to work today. Well, deliver and you're done, right? It's all over. <laughs> very, very true. The integration of the. So yeah. talk to me a little bit about, so it I, philosophically, it's hard not to agree for anyone that's <clears> like, oh my God, there's too many choices. I'm overwhelmed. I just end up using what I'm kind of already using because just the thought of changing it can can just melt your brain and I don't have time right. to think about thinking about something new. So when you decide to build like where does humans come into that? Like let's really dig in a little bit to that solution because I get I get the why yeah. and the what, but now <clears throat> what about the how? <laughs> yeah, it you know, you know, it, it it was it really evolved over two steps and and it was, you know, when I when I exited my position in Wage Point and it was August 2020. And, uh, you know, it was at a time where, you know, it was uh, a lot of this fake news. Fake news was everywhere. It's like, what's fake? What's real? And I thought, you know, what is real anymore? This is back in 2020. And I think the question now would be even more disturbing. Yeah, I think you're right. That's when that was really hitting the mainstream, like dinner dinner table conversation. (laughs) Yeah, with AI now, it's like, whoa, man. It's um, So, you know, it's like, where does a small business owner, for me, it was, you know, it's like, well, I'm going to retire and I did for three weeks. And uh, I always <laughs> joke, I never had an iPad. I never had an iPad before. And then I had an iPad and it's like, oh, wow, this is interesting. And then after three weeks, it's like, this is boring. <laughs> but, but my question, so when I said, what am I going to do next? And it was, and, you know, I love SMB and I've always been there. It's my space. And I thought, where do they go? Where does a small business owner go for unbiased information? Where can I go if I search online payroll? And I'm not picking on payroll because I love WagePoint. It's done great. But if I, I type in online payroll, what am I going to get a list of? I'm going to get a list that WagePoint advertised to be on or, or Humi advertised to be on or someone else. or it's I don't know what's real anymore, even when you do any kind of review. So I thought, what if a small business could go and get unbiased information that would help them make mission-critical decisions? What if you could go, what if there was this trusted resource that did that, that did the aggregation and all the other stuff and sorted through the, the bullshit for you and said, here you go, here's how you do this, here's how you work. So that ended up to be a company called, that's now called Quota. So what Quota does is Quota goes in and takes information from your accounting system and then it uses uh, its own engine to look at it and come back and say, Mr. Small Business Owner, did you see this trend? Did you know this? Did you that? And the the whole concept to overlay education and resources. So it's not just about, you know, where an accountant says your, you know, your cost of sales is, you know, 30%. Man, it should be 60. And, oh, by the way, that's six months after your year end, and here's your financial. (laughs) It's about how do I tell them that now? But it's not about I'm telling you this. It's like saying, you know, I got, you got to, if my doctor said you got a problem with your heart, see you later. It's like, what do I do now? What do I do? And that's really what, so that was quote. It was all about that data, about mining, about education, about resources, about truth, about reality, about taking this whole system of all these apps and everything else and boiling it down to action and saying, here's how I, here's, this is going to help. And here's how to do it. 
Looks like you have uh, all these employees. You have you thought about scheduling? Check these out. Here's how we rank them. Here's what we do with them. And after that, so my partner in Gremlin Ventures, a CPA from Halifax, Richard Lanzett. So we had a company called we have a company called Gremlin Ventures, and Gremlin Ventures was uh, was uh, largest shareholder in Wagepoint, and and him and I decided to continue on Gremlin after we exited Wagepoint. Well, Richard had a bookkeeping accounting business, and he said, well, let's, what if we could connect the bookkeeping accounting space? And it goes back to my ledger's days in some ways. What if we could connect that to the data play and to the education and the resource mm-hmm. play? So that, you're, and, just, you're just richening and, 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 the, uh, the output at that point, right? Mm-hmm. Correct. Well, you're, taking, you're cleansing the mm-hmm. data. So it's like mm-hmm. if yeah, I okay. have data, if, I, if you're a small business, say you do your financials, and you go to your accountant every, say, every three months, and then you get the results on the fourth month. Well, how are you going to use that to make a decision today? Yeah, it's already yeah. <laughs> right. The data is is old. It's got dust on it, right? So the whole point of when we created humans and created the brand and just dumbass luck, I had registered this domain humans dot com humans with two U's back before I I moved from Halifax to Calgary in two thousand fourteen, but I had registered a domain. And it was sitting there, and we said, "Wow, what if we called it humans? What if we talked about?" Human <laughs> I, I, I appreciate that because I've, as a marketer, I've been in many conversations where we've got the best name. I'm like, "Do you have the URL?" They're like, "Oh no, what do you mean?" I'm like, "Oh no, <laughs> yeah. oh, yeah. oh no, you might it's have to change your name, you might, now, right? or you're gonna have to hyphenate or do something <laughs> yeah. nutty." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, and so serendipity really, in a way. It, so, yeah, oh, hundred percent. But isn't that startup yeah. like? And some days it's serendipity is a great thing. That's when you're on top. Other of days the it throws you down the flight of stairs. <laughs> and then it's like, oh god, man, seriously. And I'm curious, Gremlin, Gremlin <laughs> Ventures. I'm off. assuming because there's a disruptive nature, even your logo, or like, don't don't get yeah. you wet, don't feed you after midnight. You and I are old enough to remember that movie. I think. <laughs> yeah, you, 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 that that, that <laughs> name was chosen very deliberately. I'm guessing that there's a there's a level oh, of like, absolutely. oh, you want to introduce some chaos into the system? I've just I've just a group of guys or group of group of people. <laughs> You got it. That's exactly right. And that's, that's what it's all about. It's, it's like, you know, orchestrating change by forcing and demanding change and throwing things around the kitchen <laughs> or mixing stuff, mixing things in the blender. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I do. Used to do that. yeah. I have that movie. That's funny how I get everything long enough. And someone, I said that in a joke today in a meeting, a couple people like, what is gremlins? I'm like, just go Google it. Do yourself a favor. Just go watch yeah. some YouTube clips. Yeah. You'll get it. <laughs> you don't need to watch the movie. You'll get it. No. Uh, iconic. Um, Interesting. So where's humans at in its journey? Are you um, like, I, I, I'm, I'm on quota right now. It's really interesting online. Yep. If I go to humans, am I able to like, just where, yeah. Where are you in your startup journey now putting your, your pure startup hat on? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, uh, so what, what we've done with humans is we sort of, it's, it's really, it's based on a financial services play at, at the end of the day. It's, it's, this is all about FinTech and financial services. Kind of playing so, it, playing humans, in your wheelhouse, right? Mm-hmm, obviously. Oh, I, oh, absolutely! It's this is where the space I love, and this is where you know, I'll talk about it in a second. But it's about where the innovation has to come. It's not about what it can do as much as it's about how it's digested or the interface between the actual uh, whatever it is that you've yeah. developed and the consumer or the customer. It's that's that's the change. You can't. It's like financial service products. Okay, I'm going to create a new RSP. Or I'm going to create a new yeah, yeah. what? A new ETF. But how do how does it get consumed? 
how well, it comes it back to the user interface. Like, how does it actually dovetail together? A hundred percent. So with humans, so we we had so humans is has a company called Humans Financial Services, but it also own, owns a core company called Humans Bookkeeping. So Humans Bookkeeping now has you know sixty plus customers across Canada. It's got SMB. We have a franchise that uses our services, and Humans Bookkeeping does what most accountants don't do and it's not their fault because the accounting industry yeah. developed and, and I love CPAs and I'm an accountant and I think nothing but great things about the profession but we want to be engaged with you and this is where the human component is so we reconcile your books weekly we don't accept that I mean you may want to do them quarterly but we're, we're saying for you to make decisions we're, we're trying we're, to get the, the data and the decision making matrix closer together simply put yeah a hundred percent but not only that it's like being in touch with you. It's like, hey, Tyler, I'm here. Oh, and on Monday morning, you get an update from Quota about how did I do last week? Yeah. Oh, okay. What's well, the difference of seeing your doctor Bye. once a year or wearing your, your your smartwatch that's saying, hey, your heart rate's a little off, your body battery's down. Like you're really kind of shifting that to the ownership of the, of the individual. Yes. Right? But the difference is where your doctor to connect with them, you got to make an appointment. <laughs> you got to jump through some hoops. Yeah. Right? yeah. This is like the click of a button. What did this mean? It because it's, like, because it's constantly it? filtering your, the new data that it's coming in every day. Absolutely. Right. Right. So humans is, so humans bookkeeping is growth. We're just completing an acquisition of another, another firm that will put us to, you know, uh, well over a million dollars ARR yep. and uh, all that fun stuff. All, all, all the numbers that the startup community wants to know. Yeah, yeah. whatever. Yeah. What, what's knows? your what's your it, ARR? It is, what is, is the big question always, right? <laughs> yeah, and the tough thing about projects like this one, and and it was the similar within WagePoint, is that you have to build an infrastructure and an org, or and you have to do that first. You can't wake up and say, "How does this work?" After I have 150 customers. You have to invest in how does this really work? How is the reconciliation? How what 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 is the the cadence on this? What is the communication? I need a book. I need this. I need that. So you no, have those to first ten customers place. need the same basically level of service as the as your as your ninetieth right. to a hundredth customer, right? Or or or, or, or else you never get past the first ten because you just keep recycling through them. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So we've got that. So that we've spent the time to build that out onboard the first customers and really just starting to go to market now in terms of, okay, now let's go get some, some customers. Like I said, we're completing an acquisition, you know, and now humans itself is out fundraising where we're actually, you know, my, you know, Gremlin Ventures and my partner, Richard and I have funded okay. this thing for the last three years from, from, you know, we, we've put in our own skin in the game and, and, uh, you know, we're deep into this and we believe in it. And, but now we're out raising money, which is what every, you know, everyone has to do at some right. point, right? Have you seen the evolution of just, I was working with a company the other day and I think FinTech's done a little bit better job of not just like, hey, your paper is now digital. Like I think FinTech did that of quite a few years ago to your point. Mm. Excel did that. <laughs> and, you know, so many times yeah. like we, I, I will, will as a company, we'll work with a technology firm and it's like, hey, is your main competition just Excel? <laughs> but what I'm hearing you say, no, no, this is, we've taken it a little bit farther to actually allow that kind of real-time data, that the UX, UI, the experience, and even looking at your websites, they're beautiful, they're engaging. It doesn't look like you're just yeah. replacing paper. How has that evolution for you been critical? Because I think that's where we're starting to see that extra demand. I think someone mentioned to me the other day, like, you know, things like AI and 
humans are getting much more in touch with technology and but it's got to have a good ux it's got to be easy it's got to flow how much has that been a factor for you because it seems i'm not inside your system but from the outside it looks like you've put a lot of weight into making it look very quote unquote easy to use approachable it, well uh, that's a great word tyler approachable it's like it's not it's you got to have a feeling that we're there with you right how do i how do i feel that i'm there with you if i don't have good ui ux it, it can't be i'm here to sell you something and here's another app and oh by the way you need this type of planning now this and everything else it's like no we're here we're here with you. I'm going to educate you. I'm going to give you resources. I'm going to do your books. I'm going to give you data analysis. I'm going to give you all that. So for us, it's like, remember I said, it's not about how do I, how do I iterate accounting? What am I going to do? Create a new accounting system? Forget the Dewey Decimal or, you know, in the, the double-sided entry. Forget all of this stuff. No, but what can I change? What I can change is how it's consumed and how it interacts and could I get it so that it's a fundamental part of your day-to-day operations? Where the you proverbial dashboard that we all dream about in business, right? <laughs> it can right. really... Yeah. Right. So, but, so it's not like I walk three doors down and knock on the door and say, hey, Mr. CFO, how are we doing? Because most small businesses don't have yeah, that. They're, they're out hustling. They're out working. And then they get home and they, they don't have time for that. They're trying to pay bills and everything else. And, and, and they need humans, a little bit of that family time yeah. you talked about earlier. <laughs> oh, well... You know, I'd highly recommend that because <laughs> what's the po- what's the point of all yeah, this? Yeah, otherwise, you know, I, you know, it's like it's like the definition of success. Success. Well, well what is it to you? Like, well, it seems like we all want to say everything has to fit in a box. Remember, we were talking about KPI. You got to do this. You have to achieve that. You have to do. Well, why? Why don't we ever step back and say, well, what do I want to achieve as a human being? Oh, that right. sense of purpose, and, that and, sense of focus part- is tricky for sure. That's sometimes soul searching that we uh, don't do because of all the noise that sometimes goes on around <laughs> around us. If we want to get philosophical about right. it. Right. Sure. <laughs> well, so so true, Tyler. And what, what I'm trying to say or what we're trying to do with humans is say, no, we're going to cut down that noise. You don't need to worry about all this stuff. We're, we're going to, I'm even going to analyze. I'm going to look stuff up for you. I'm going to help you. I'm there for you. I'm like your co-pilot mm-hmm. here. Which every business owner really is right now thinking like, this sounds too good to be. So I'm curious from a, from a customer success standpoint, have you, do you have teams in place? Like really understanding what the balance or how you've created success with humans are going, yeah, we're, we're going to build the technology the best we can. But we also know that there probably needs some real like humans. <laughs> sorry, the word is to be some people in the process. What's been your journey as the startup to go? Yeah, we want technology to do as much as humanly possible. But maybe we know to make sure our customers are successful, they do need to have a, a quote unquote, a person, an interaction. How's that balance been for you to kind of delivering that? What I'm hearing is uh, your, your, your value prop or your promise. Yeah, I, th- I think, you know, it was day one. It's sort of, like I said, we invested in infrastructure mm-hmm. first. So it's like we have, we operate what are called pods. So pods of, of people are, and, and they interact with the client. So it's constant interaction. So we built a pod. We built pods before we had enough customers to support a pod. And then we brought in a customer success manager that oversees. And then we, you know, so it was uh, it was heavily invested in that part. Because if you don't nail that part, right, if I don't nail that part of my value prop, then what's the point? <laughs> that I can do books? Good, yeah. That I could do. Yeah. Having a that, value, that, value proposition is only part of the equation. Delivering on it is, the, you know, and that's the argument, right? Your brand is what you deliver. Correct. It's not what you say you're going to deliver. 
It's it's look at what I do, not what I at what I say, right? And it's like that's the hard part because you have to invest, and it's not easy because it's always tempting to go the path of quicker revenue, right? Because I'm burning cash, it's costing me money. It's like oh my god, oh my god. But if I get it there, that's the payoff. That's where you get payback, right? With some of like in some of your ventures, I'm assuming you've kind of encountered other startups and. I've seen or I've maybe experienced or kind of bought into a little bit of a story and then realizing that the technology wasn't up to speed. No one will answer the phone. I, I do find that that's a miss sometimes out there in this out there, out there in the wide world of technology, innovation, digital transformation, pick the buzz, pick the buzzword, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's, it's because everyone wants, everyone's chased the same dragon's yeah. tail, right? Like everyone's after the same thing. It's like, how do I make it? Like what I see is this focus on how do I make it more efficient for myself so that when my customer acquisition cost is lower and my net for my myself gross not is for higher. My customer. Yeah, big error there. <laughs> exactly. It's like if if you're you know, it's like in a relationship, any relationship with your partner or whatever, your children, it's like don't yes, I need some stuff. I need something out of this. But what what are they getting? Uh, the in service concept, right? Or the, yeah. Correct. Because if you don't do that, it's a broken relationship or the relationship can't be what it could be. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's, and, and so for us, it's all about that. It's about, no, it's not. It's like picking up the phone to call. I remember there was a local car dealership here and I had a problem and they decided in their great minds to install this completely automated service. <laughs> I see where this is going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it was like, click here, say this, say that. I hung up. I called back. I said, give me sales. And I said, give me a human to talk to in your service mm-hmm. department. And I said, whoever's idea to do this, it was not a good idea. <laughs> yes. Right? Especially at the moment that things become even slightly hint, uh, heated, that's just going to turn you up to 11. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, uh, I, yeah, I, it's right, funny. Yeah. I was joking earlier, you know, I had a phone call this morning that had been a series of emails. And I'm just using like real life examples. We got on this call and all of a sudden everything just got smoothed out. But meanwhile, there was eight or nine emails that were pointed and a bit accusatory. I'm like, can't we just get on the phone? Well, no, we like to keep everything documented. I'm like, we wasted two weeks of emails, like at the most rudimentary <laughs> level, where a 30 minute phone call, we're all re- realigned, everyone's back yeah. on track. We, we could have had that phone call two weeks ago. <laughs> but anyway, that's my, uh, that's all my rant about some, hey guys, pick up the, hey guys and gals, pick up the phone. Um, curious, the power of funding it yourself from the early days and versus the difference mm-hmm. of, because some of those things you talk about are where investors, I think, sometimes apply pressure when maybe they shouldn't. What is your cost per acquisition? How do you get that cost down? You're spending too much on customer service. Like, was that, I'm assuming I'm putting my own filter on it, that this was a power play early on because you could march to the beat of your own drum because you were funding your own adventure. But now that you're going out and looking for funding partners and investors, are some of those questions coming up? Like, are you having to be the pushback and go, no, no, I appreciate your perspective, but this is how we do it. And also don't, don't try to ruin the reasons we've been successful so far by applying some metrics to grind us down on some of those numbers that you said are really the key to being successful. Yeah, I think, I mean, in reality, yeah, it's, it's, it, it was, it was great. I mean, and, and, you know, my heart goes out, most startups don't have that, you know, where it's like, okay, they got some, some founders with some, you know, with some deeper pockets that can actually make sure we do this the right way and take our time and, 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 and stumble around a bit. But so I feel, you know, blessed that yeah. we were able to do that. And, 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 uh, and, but there also comes a point in time where you have to perform like an investor should ask that question. And, and I, I, as an investor, I'm the, you know, my partner and I were the biggest yeah. investors. We need to ask questions. Okay. This is, is great. Do we have we a business? Here, right? <laughs> 
Right. And how do we scale that and how do we get to the next level and how do we create value? The thing about humans on the bookkeeping side is the services that hockey stick growth, exciting, like, uh, you know, like maybe quota could be with our, you know, our data. No, but man, if you build this out and you really deliver on your promise, you're going to have a little powerhouse of a business here in the financial services space that helps SMB. And that has significant value, but it's not today. It's not that I'm going to add 5,000 bookkeeping customers tomorrow, right? It's going to be, but what you're building is something very solid and something that will, uh, you know, pay dividends. So, you know, it's a bit of a dance with investors, and I think you need to find the right investor too. Yep. That, I think the right you know, partner really is critical, sees, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it says, oh, yeah, I get this. It's like I've, I've had the same issue myself, and, you know, it's like, and, or I know I'm invested in other businesses. It's like, wouldn't it be great if I could get it? I mean, here's a great, you know, wouldn't it be great if I could get a snapshot of all my investments, how they're doing? Yeah, from a, yeah, well, yeah that's an interesting data, perspective. Like, who's the auxiliary customer? Who's you, the you auxiliary beneficiary of this, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah. It's like, you can get that. You could, you could, if I made 10 investments and they're all using humans and quota, I can get a dashboard that shows me all of them. Hmm. And it'll say, this guy's revenue's up, this guy's that. Event, we're developing smart budgets. So the ability for uh, an SMB or a user to create a budget with a few clicks. So you, uh, uh, someone could actually step back and say, yeah, this guy's behind budget, this guy's ahead of budget. So it's not just, it's the SMB user, but as an investor as well. Especially angel or early stage. I don't know how many friends I have in that space. They're like, oh, I just can't get the financials. Like they've, they're expecting to yep. be communicated to as if they're investing in a bigger company, but they're not. It's a start, It's a true startup and they're living in chaos. Because- <laughs> Right. And there's a, there is a trigger. There is a generate. There's a, you have to generate it. So that's the gap. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, quota yeah. generates it on its own. Hmm. There's no one pushing a button to generate anything. So, and you don't need to be in the books. You're not in the book. So it's a, I'm a user and it's like, bang, there's the sales. Oh, here's their cost of sale. Here's a net profit. Here's their cash position. I'm just sitting here with a, with a quota interface. I know a lot of early stage investors that would be frothing at the bit right now based on the, based on this panacea of, 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 of golden results you just described. You know, it's yeah. a, Hey, look, it's, you know, the other thing we're doing is, you know, this is very much a Calgary play. Yeah, I appreciate um, that. Yeah. You know, I've, tell me about, yeah, tell, like when you say Calgary play. Yeah. Obviously this is something that has no borders. Obviously you're, you're playing inside Canada, but what is it about no. Calgary? Cause this, Hey, everybody knows I lean very pro Calgary on this. So any, any chance to yeah. throw some, throw some love, but like why, why yeah. Calgary play? Oh, I love, I, I love Calgary. You know, I, when we moved here, you know, it's like, it's, it's like the big, it's a bigger city. That's like a oh, little city. Biggest small town ever. Just, you took the words Calgary. out of my mouth, Bill. Yeah, yeah. I agree. <laughs> yeah. It, it's just awesome. It's just, just the greatest place and the nicest people and some, you know, innovators and lots of smart people. And, you know, I brought on a, 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 cha- a fellow, I, uh, Ryan Akers, uh, and, uh, who's from Calgary, and I worked with him prior, and he's now with Humans. And, you know, we're putting an advisory board together now and some key Calgary people involved. It's like Calgary, Calgary, what I love about Calgary is that it, it's, it's uniquely positioned to transform itself. You, you can feel it. Like, it's like this, it's got it. Oh, you're all. singing like from my song can, sheet here, my friend. I yeah. Love it. <laughs> yeah. It's exciting. It's like, 
my God, I look at some of the great little, the, the, some of the startups around here and it's like, it's, it's exciting. It's, it's great. And you got some great angel investors and some great investor networks and it's just a fun it's place. It's really evolving. And I think you've been here great. since 2014. I've been yeah. here since 2000, Yeah, but 2014, you caught the 15, 16 kind of correction. Yeah. And, but you know, yeah. I think even you and I chatted, the reason this, I started this podcast back in 2019 when the story was still a little bit like it wasn't positive, but the last three and a half, mm-hmm. four years, like. The story, the diversification, the the startup ecosystem, the early stage, yes. the angel scene, even the Series A, Series B levels, like we're getting a few more wins, a few more money coming back in. Yep. And of course, let's not forget our energy sector is also doing very well right now also, which which still underpins so much. But I love that we oh. maybe were in that downturn as long as we were that allowed some of this other, I, I'm just going to broadly say the tech ecosystem or tech yep. startup system to get some legs under it a little bit more than I think it had in the past. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. I think, you know, it's significantly different from when I came here in 2014. And I think you're right. I think sometimes you got to go through the trough of despair, right? Sometimes, Bill. And, unfortunately, and but, I think almost always because yeah, we're, we're slow we learners, always, aren't we? you got to throw me down. Yeah. yeah, yeah if that would have come true, back too are, quick, yeah. I don't know if we would be having the same type of conversation you and I are having right now. But, who, but well, we'll hey, never know. We'll never but, know. <laughs> But it's no different. You you don't want to be at the top of the roller coaster all the time. You won't succeed. Yeah. You need to be in the bottom. You need to change. You need to pivot. You need to do this. You need to do that. So I think Calgary was very lucky. And Calgary had that base of capital, yeah, it's, yeah. you know, of these people that made money that were successful and who become great angels and, 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 other, and founders and help other founders. So it's, it's, it's just an exciting yeah, place. I think it's a great city. I, yeah, no, I couldn't agree with you. So curious, on the investment front, um, you're out there kind of quote unquote pounding the pavement. Are you talking to Calgarians? Are you talking to people in different parts of Canada? Like what's the appetite right now? Cause things definitely feel like they've cooled a little bit or shifted, but maybe some people say back to the roller coaster. Well, we've kind of normalized a little bit. Valuations have come down. Things seem a little bit more reasonable, quote unquote. What's been your optics on some of your conversations recently? Yeah, it's, uh, it's a tough market. Yeah. It's not easy to, you know, it's not easy to raise, especially if you're, if, I mean, an angel and, you know, I'm an angel investor myself and it's like, I can put park money, my cash in a you know in a high interest savings account. And get I know, isn't isn't plus. that amazing? Where you, where a year and a half ago it, was point eight seven five, if you were lucky, or point seven five. Exactly. Yeah. So seems pretty know, easy not, and safe, not, doesn't it? <laughs> it is easy and safe, and it's like that's why you, you got to find someone who's got a. It's not just about because it can't be just about money. It's got to be a bit. There yeah, has to be a passion point. from the investor to say. Oh my God, I love this. It's going to help SMB, and you know, and I and I love SMB, and I was one, and I can help, and I can assist, and you know, this isn't going to explode tomorrow, and it's got a billion dollar valuation, but man, this thing's going to be really good. It's going to help a lot of people, and I'll be proud to be associated with it. And I think that's. I mean, we're having discussions with you know multiple parties from venture VC firms to angels to angel networks to strategic partners. You know, reaction to the whole concept and the data play and humans is, is extremely mm-hmm. positive. And we've got, you know, committed investors now. And it's like, I'm one of those guys, though. It's like, I don't want all this money in my bank account. Like, maybe I'm a bit old school, <laughs> right? It's like, I like enough to get by. Keeps, so that keeps, keeps everybody a bit hungry, Bill. <laughs> you got to keep them. You, you need to keep yeah. yeah, the children need to be yeah, hungry. Yes, that, yeah. it's like, and, and but. It allows you to drive towards what you need and, and those valuation. How do I build the value of the business? Mm. It's not how quick do I do it, but how do I build enduring long-term value in this? And the ability to, to do that, I think, is is not a luxury we all have. And, you know, like 
we, we talked about, I was lucky that I was able to fund this myself yeah. with my partner to this point. So, you know, I, I, I think we'll be successful in getting to that next level and that next phase. And I think, and, and, re, and truly it's like, and I, I appreciate the time here because no one really knows about this yet. We haven't gone out and we haven't pushed it and we haven't really marketed it. That's my it, reason I for think, being on the show is there's so many yeah, great things it, going on in this. Back in 19, I was like, yeah. headlines were negative, but yet I knew people doing positive things. So that was really kind of the impetus of the show of, Let's, yeah, it's there's great. a lot and of things I, impacting our economy yeah. in, in Alberta that just don't make the, don't make the news. <laughs> they'll make the quote unquote headlines, whatever that means. Right. Mm. Well, am I, you know, is someone going to interview on mainstream media that Bill Murphy is, <laughs> well, who's Bill Murphy? Who the hell is this guy? <laughs> <laughs> I can't even get past that. Who is this guy? Um, is he a Yankees fan? Yeah, well, you know, for, for my fans who can't see that, cause this is audio only. And one might, one might think, oh, yeah. um, based the hat might be the giveaway. Uh, yeah. Curious, you said something about, you know, we're not going to be a billion dollar valuation. Are you seeing some interest from investors from, okay, this isn't maybe going to blow the roof off, but it's maybe going to give me a three or four or five or six, or, or are we still chasing that we need to invest in 20 and we need two of them to blow the doors off and their less can go away? I've certainly talked to some investors recently and they're like, ah, the thesis is changing. Maybe we can have a few, like, it doesn't have to be a out of the park win and all the rest are losses. Let's try to look at what happens if we have some good performing companies that aren't, you know, billion dollar valuations. Is, is, is that shifting with the landscape at all? Have you noticed? I, I think so. I think it's, it's, it, it's, I think it goes back to who you are as an investor. Mm. If you're, if you're truly, if it's all about dollars and cents and managing risk, then really it doesn't matter. But for those that are out there, I think, and and as an investor myself, I'd I'd much rather invest in a team with a solid, prudent plan that, with a you know a background of exits that have done it and and get me to like a hundred million dollar valuation versus a billion. I'll take that yeah, any day because yeah, that, that's a fun ride. Because really, what it eliminates is the zero return. It's like <laughs> yeah, I guess that's well, what I'm getting, getting at. Zero. Is there more appetite for yeah. less unicorns, but but less failures as well? <laughs> I, th- I think so, and I and 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 truly, I hope so. I, you know, and and just to be clear, like humans has the there's the, the bookkeeping side, but then there's the data side, quota, and quota has significant more hockey stick trajectory than than the bookkeeping side, than the service side. Quota SaaS quota can be deployed globally. One of the things we've done is we've created, I think there's 20,000 points of comparison, so we're able to compare your results to StatsCan data. For same industry, same postal code, even, and also under the international NASIS or NAIC, whatever it's called, NAICS or so as well. So it's like we can integrate with any platform, with any with with zero globally, with QBO globally. It doesn't matter. We can pull that data. So that and and sort of what I like. It's like you got this solid performer, this bookkeeping service, really solid, but then they got this potential significant bump. That also checks, so his, checks, checks the data box, checks the AI box, checks the, a few other things that are yeah. also, let's be honest, are very trendy right now. Mm-hmm. And, and for they're, good reason, because there's going to be some winners, and there's going to be some losers. Mm-hmm. Right. It's, you know, for me, it's AI. It's like, well, whatever. I don't, you know, they call it AI. We got to call everything something, right? So, and and so certain like, things get what, better headlines than others, <laughs> depending what we call as a marketer. Hey, if it, I yeah. create an image of Bill Murphy wearing a Yankees hat, and ask it to do that and it can you know it can do it but can it go into my books take the information present it in a different way and then overlay education and resources that's interesting to me 
And that's what I think we're doing. It's not just data. Data gets accumulated. Data's everywhere. It's accumulated all the time by our cells. It doesn't matter. So what do I do with that? And I think that I like the project as an investor because I like that. It's like I got this grounded, in-your-face, operational, bookkeeping, accounting service, and then I have this really interesting, potentially global deployment of a, of a data app that doesn't exist. Bill, the glint in your eyes getting brighter as you're talking. <laughs> I love your passion. Like we got I back, I feel like the roller coaster is <laughs> climbing up to the top, even just in yeah, our conversation. Just, I'm gonna, yeah, people ask me like, Hey, how do you talk to people? I'm like, well, you find something they're really passionate about and that they're experts in because yeah. they live in it. And then you ask them questions about it for 45 minutes. It never goes badly. <laughs> it's a formula for it's a good a conversation. Great, trust me. Trust hey me. man, it is. It's like, it's, it's really good. And I appreciate the time to, to get that glint in I, yeah, I, I get, just uh, the energy yeah. is rising I love it and I, I get off these calls yeah. jazz for the rest of the day I'll start pounding my yeah table we are a little bit already already I'll, let me tell <laughs> yeah, you yeah, okay, don't, don't give that manic don't give that manic this is how it should be <laughs> <laughs> sooner or later Bill the soapbox comes out uh, passion driven yeah. or otherwise so okay let's well, let's, let's let's make sure yeah. everyone's been paying yeah. attention so humans with two U's and I've got it pulled up here so uh, humans.com Easy, good, great website. Your websites are all very approachable. I will really, that word I think hey, is very important. A good way to say yep. so far your your UI looks great. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How's the UX? You. Well, that's the day. And then getquota.com yeah. or .co. If somebody was interested .co. in learning more, do you recommend go to getquota first, go to humans first, reach out to you first or your team? What would be the path? Because I always want to give some people something to do after listening to one of these episodes, right? What do I do next? Yeah, sure. I, I'd go to humans and, and, you know, we've got plenty of contacts on there for people that, and, and they're versed in quota. Humans uses quota. Okay, got it. Humans yeah, deploys yeah. quota to, it's, it, we're in version one of quota now is is being used by the by the smb day and and here's something that i that you need to understand so if if we're doing the if we're doing your books so you're just sending us you we get your bank state we do it all you're not you're not in the books you don't need to be so with quota you can just access your reports I don't need to say humans. Could Which you is run what me most my business statement? owners, very, very few I know got into it because they love bookkeeping. <laughs> so, I'm an accountant and I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, there's the true statement of the day. <laughs> yeah. So, but what but can I it think tell that, me? So, and what can I know, do differently to optimize? Yeah. Well yeah. Right. You know, it's, Hey, remember me? Yeah. <laughs> I'm here working for you, right? Working for you and to help you. So yeah, I'd go to humans. Humans is a great starting point. Uh, quotas, uh, you know, is is something that you could look at, but all the humans people know quota right as well. Okay, I appreciate that. And Bill, what if somebody wants to reach out and have a chat with you? Are you a LinkedIn guy? Like, what's your? We've, there's a million ways to communicate. Do you have a preferred channel if somebody wants to go and tra- track you down? Yeah, LinkedIn is my yeah, link, LinkedIn is my best one. I don't, I'm not, I don't have a lot of the social apps, and it's just, it's just. I'll, I'll be honest with you, it's just too. I was going to say you value your time and your personal life too much to waste it on. Yeah, that. I got other things I got to do. It's like the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to live my real life, yeah. not post pictures of my supposed real life on on Instagram. But that's another <laughs> that, story. <laughs> that live that, that that lasts forever. Remember? Yes, yes, yes. That's I do. Forever. My tw- lessons from my sixteen year old yeah. nephew. Bill, really yeah. enjoyed our chat. Appreciate your passion and oh, just kind yeah. of laying it out and taking us on a journey with you. Yeah. You're kind of the what, your why, and uh, getting into the how at the end. I really appreciate it. Yeah, mm. uh, that's great. Thanks so much, Tyler. Appreciate it very, very much.